Come on all, welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast, man. It's been a while, just got back from a little pre-wedding photo shoot, and I am so, so grateful to be back here with just having that real rest. It's been such a long time. The last time I did even a two-day trip, and let's just say an above four-star uh, hotel, and of course, this is because, you know, being outside Bangkok, other than Phuket, you're not going to get that many five-star, legitimate five-star hotels. And this hotel was amazing, but there were no soundproof rooms. I don't even know what they made those walls out of. It was pathetic. But nonetheless, man, it is so great. Uh, man, It's it's been a while since I actually had that to just get away from all the teaching, get away from all the demands of students asking me for this and that and this and Man, it just feels good overall to just get a sense of that relief and just say, you know what, I'm not really going to talk about much of any of this today, or I'm not going to associate myself with these, the, the, you know, the, the different things out there, the demands, turning off all the, turning off all the notifications and just enjoying time out, having the best food, the best restaurant I've ever been at in my lifetime. And, you know, great breakfast, a great pre-wedding shoot. Thank God all that went very, very well. And now, here I am. Here I am on this beautiful day. And today, I have your four desires. So I'm giving you an invitation today, okay? I want you to take notes on each of these topics that I'm going to give you, okay? And the main reason for this is because we all want aliveness. We all want that aliveness. I mean, I'm talking, and, you know, before this, it wasn't since September when we went on a one-day trip for, you know, the the engagement when I had become engaged with my uh, now wife, legally, now my legal wife. <laughs> I would just wait for that wedding. And, you know, staying at a very rundown type of place, probably about, you know, back in October, it feels like I've just been going through the motions and there haven't been those real goals and those real developments and integrating that into my schedule every single day. Too much randomness. And with that randomness takes away my aliveness. So after the baseline of living is covered, which is the things that all the necessities that we need every single day, what ends up happening is, well, you know, we want to feel the day again. Have that passion, the enthusiasm, the excitement, the consciousness, the presence, that vibrancy, that pop, that connection, right? And that's going to ultimately elevate our energy. You could give everyone everything, but if they don't feel the magic of the day anymore, it goes away and you end up being very discouraged. And again, like I said, yes, it is very difficult to you know, feel the magic when there are a number of different things that are happening in our life. And, you know, they, they, you got to get the kids out of bed and all these other things. And hell, even having a job, running a good business, you know, having that spouse, having the friends. Maybe you have all those things, but something is still missing. And it's because maybe you never taught yourself to feel the moment and to have that engagement. So with this day, despite our last chapters where we've been hurt, we've been traumatized, Okay, the challenges, uh, so many things. You guys already know what has happened in my life, especially 2017, 2018, the beginning. Finally breaking away from one of the most, the most toxic workplace I've ever worked at in my entire lifetime. And I worked there for three years. You can only imagine what that could do to somebody, an individual. 
And then, you know, 2018 and 19, having to prove myself to people who just thought I was not good enough. And then finally, 2020, having to face the music and look at, look, you know, look myself in the mirror and say to myself, you know what? I think it's time for things to change. You know, to feel that sense of enthusiasm and engagement again, I want you to capture these things. Number one. Three things that you could do in the next 12 months to feel more alive. What would those be? What would you make yourself feel? How could you make yourself feel more alive on a daily basis? Some people got to start like working out. Maybe you're tired. Maybe you have no stamina. So maybe it's health and fitness. Other people are like, well, I'm burdened. I'm always burnt out. And you know, I don't have any time because I'm just so stressed. Some people, because of trauma and difficulties, maybe they need to elevate their mental health to feel more alive. I don't know what it is for you, but it's a driving and defining desire. And so knowing this, what and how would you make yourself feel more alive? That greater sense of aliveness. Maybe it's leaving the house, okay? That's probably something that happens to me on a consistent basis now, because to be honest with you, uh, one of my favorite students, she stopped learning at the education center and I had been teaching her for like four years. And so now looking at my Saturdays, there really isn't that much of an aliveness, although Sundays are pretty good because I do have three amazing classes and I'm very grateful for that. But, you know, outside of Saturday and Sunday, where am I really going on a weekly basis? You know, I could go to the gym and take the bike there and everything. And that is a great way to elevate my energy, but I'm too much. Uh, to, I, sometimes you got to throw a curveball in your schedule and go on those adventures. All right. How could you make yourself feel more engaged with life? It's all about feeling the day, people. It really is. And my morning today tells me to connect with my gratitude. The moments to teach myself to breathe differently, you know, to step into moments and have that mindfulness. You have to teach yourself to feel the day again. Know this. You have to be aware of it, sense it, and connect it. The second one is deep connection, your relationships. We are, of course, social species. The feeling, the care, and the love in relationships is what we want. We feel seen. We feel cared for. We feel respected right? Worldly and other people's eyes. These are important, but yet so often relationships are hard. You know, when my relationships at the beginning of 2009 fell apart, man, my sense of aliveness and everything fell apart. I was so hard. I didn't want to go into my day. Kept thinking about this because of, you know, this particular drive. And I was literally just trapped right there. And it just felt like I was stuck. And this is, of course, when that Filipino girl who I had dated from, I guess, kind of like all of 2008 until like the first couple of weeks in 2009, she got it and she just left. When I started immersing myself fully 1000% into that relationship and did everything I possibly could that December of 2008, she was behind my back with another guy and left me for him. And so at the beginning of 2009, I was depressed. I had to turn into a family, a family I was never really close to. Big thanks to my family 14 years ago who ended up saying, okay, hey, we're going to get through this. There are a lot of things that are happening, but I came across a lot of purposeful relationships that helped me. But I can tell you right now, 
I was down. That was the first ever time that I was depressed. There were a lot of times that I had gone out. I had, you know, you had a little drink and all those memories of being with her had come back until it was, you know, probably March when I started immersing myself with other people. Then April, I finally had a really wonderful two month relationship, purposeful relationship where I breathe the same air as this girl by the name of Unita. And that got me out of that traumatic and depressive state. And then June and then July, 2009, Australia, for the first time in my life, that changed me forever. And so how can you deepen your sense of purpose? What do you have to do? Another one. What are the three things you could do to deepen those relationships? Your family, your spouse, brothers and sisters. How about the people you work with, your circle of influence? How can you deepen the relationship with this specific purpose? What are the goals of those people you keep closest to your life? Like, what are their goals? Maybe you can ask them. How can you support them? How can you help them? How can you encourage them? How can you deepen? You can set that sense of deep, like deepness, which I just created that now. Okay. It comes from how you can support them in terms of the things that they got going on. Are you responsible for the, uh, like the energy that you're bringing into that relationship? So there are a number of times that I have to ask myself and say, okay, what energy am I going to bring to this session? What am I going to do with this? What am I going to do with that? There are a number of different things that happen on such a consistent basis that I have to say to myself sometimes and I have to check my energy. Like, Arsenio, you got some really low energy. Is it because you didn't take a nap? Is it because you didn't do meditation? Okay, you got two classes tonight. All right, one of them is a little bit later. What energy are you going to bring to this specific moment, to this specific session? How about tomorrow morning? You're going to be going to the big old fish market. That's a great way to get out of yourself and to go enjoy a little bit of time outside of your place. And of course, like I said, uh, uh, taking a flight back to the south of Thailand, beautiful Song Khan coming up uh, really soon. Currently, right now, I'm actually having a new air installed in my office. Thank God, because, man, summer is here. And if this is the first day, oh, it's going to be a long summer. You know, just doing those little things and but like you know, figuring out, okay, or said, yeah, well, this is the beginning. This is now officially the beginning of the year. The travel, the having to get on a plane, the wonderful, uh, the, the shit. As a matter of fact, the last five days were absolutely spectacular. Me and my, you know, wife having just red wine and, you know, crackers and salami and cheese and all these different things. Okay, guys, give me twos. And I'm back. I do apologize. You guys probably hear a little bit of an echo now. And it's because I'm back in my office, guys. You have no idea how grateful I am. That air must have fallen apart. I can't remember the last time I used to sleep in here because I had real bad sleeping problems for whatever reason. Uh, back in July of July up to about September of last year. And then I ended up switching back to, obviously, the bedroom where both her and I sleep. And to be honest with you, it the, the air just stopped getting hot. It really did. And here in Thailand, you have to buy these individual units. It's not like central air in America, right? And so we, we got a cleaning done. I'm like, okay, it's going to get cold for sure. No, it did not. And during the, you know, during some mornings, it could be okay. Not even close to being cold. It could be okay. And listen, I'm just so good. And you know what? It has a built-in 
uh, 2.5, PM 2.5, the ultra fine dust particles that they have out here in Thailand. Although I believe it's over now because it looks like because it's summer, there's a lot of wind. And so the pollution is back in the yellow area, which is manageable. But at the same time, oh, man, you guys just have no idea. It feels so good being back in my office after 10 a.m. Jesus. So anyways, who cares? This is a therapist drive. The meaningful pursuits. See, many people have meaning, such as their life. But what we have learned is if you're not actively pursuing something, maybe that's you work in a nonprofit, get a, a, a higher level job, maybe. At the beginning of this year, my wife's uh, best friend, she was depressed because of her job last year and everything. She left. And she went to go work for Colgate or some international, Ber Berkshire? No, I forgot what it is. But it's basically some kind of investment firm where she's doing something really big. And it's because we want to better ourselves. And to be honest with you, you know, the will of life is going to be coming up in a few days time. And I'm just going to be even more shocked than what I was just last year, because it goes, it's, it's literally showing me that my potential is unbelievably astounded. And now I'm getting those results and it feels so fucking good working for me for once. And so then obviously there's family. You know, me and uh, my wife, we are in the process. Can you imagine that? We are officially in the process. And goodness gracious, who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> you know, but man, I'm just so grateful because we always have challenges that we set for ourselves. Like this air was just after we went to one of the worst. I was so angry, literally just three hours before because we went to the most overrated steakhouse in the world. I should have just ate at the same place and I should have listened to the guy that uh, the guy who actually took our photos, the pre-wedding photos, uh, the photographer and his team. He was like, don't go there. It's a little overrated. And it's overpriced. And I'm like, nah, man, it's choke chai. I went there. I said, oh, I listen to people. God damn it. That place is fucking ass. Anyways. And so next, thing you know, she's like, hey, you want to go check out airs? And we just made a U-turn. And I was like, yeah, let's go to Opera. We went there and we bought an air. And now it's on my wall and now it's in my office. And now I'm just so unbelievably happy knowing that I'm in my office right now, enjoying this cold air and being on this chair and at my desk, you have no idea. But I say that to say this, we're always pursuing things. New refrigerator. We looked at them yesterday. I never had a refrigerator like that before in my life. This is the second air that we bought. Um, we're going to get an entire landscape in our front yard. We're making our house an absolute home. And that constant pursuing of things that not only I had, I, I did not have any of this when I was younger. We had a standard ass house with nothing else. And there was nothing that we were technically going at. Well, my, my parents, they didn't have goals. They had goals of probably just they chose violence towards each other, one another every day, you know? And so in your, even in your relationship with anyone, are you pursuing that? Like, I, I realized Lindsay, my best friend, she's going to be coming here. She's a pilot right now in Kenya. She actually flies to South Sudan to get a lot of different things. She's an incredible, one of the most extraordinary individuals. We ran track and field together 20 years ago, and she is coming out here to Thailand. And 
the last time we, we spoke, we, we spoke for an hour and a half. It felt like 10 minutes. And we spoke on a call, I believe it was in 2021. And she was the one, she was like, hey, just you need to, uh, uh, all cool heads prevail. And she was the one that said, maybe you just need to think about it. Because I was thinking about just cutting things off with my now wife. And she was just obviously a friend back then. But I was thinking about it. And she said, maybe you just need to cool off. And everything just expedited after that. And so that's what's the incredible part about that. You know, and knowing that I told her, I said, man, please come here Sunday because I want to take her out to a restaurant in the heart of Bangkok, 40 floors in the sky, have drinks and talk about her and empower her and so many other things. It's just going to be an extraordinary, oh my God. And to be able to have her here, oh my God, just truly remarkable. And so some people in relationships, they stop pursuing things and then they end up just like roommates. Crazy, ain't it? Just before our trip, and I know I'm giving you a lot of stories, we were looking for, uh, you know, an all-inclusive hotel in the Maldives. Found a fuckload of them. We don't know what to do. Um, we're going to be going to the Maldives probably the end of October for our honeymoon. Uh, we're going to be, obviously, uh, go. there's so many different things that we're going to be doing with one another. We're so excited about Christmas again because we know how we're going to decorate our house and make it look like, oh, my God, man. It's just... And by that time, she's probably going to be just months, she's going to be months pregnant. And so, so many things are just changing. And I'm just so, so excited, you know, especially for the next stage of my life, you know, it'd be probably potentially, you know, having this baby here and I'm going to be like, oh my God, I'm just going to be so excited. Of course, her mom will be here and everything. Man, I don't know what to do, but I can tell you right now, I'm in the perfect job to get things done. I can tell you that right now. And so anyways... Whatever you're doing right now in your relationships, the engagement, does it feel meaningful to the both of you? Does it bring you a lot of fulfillment? What's the activity? What's the pursuit? What are you trying to build? What are you trying to create, right? That desire of creation and contribution is what gives us that meaning in life, right? For me, I started podcasting. I found my voice. I started getting glimpses of teaching and impacting others. You know, in 2015, I still remember asking my friend at the time. I was like, man, what do I do now? I got a really good salary. What do I do now? Of course, he didn't have the answers because he was only at that stage. I would have to ask somebody that was a little bit ahead of me. But then I started having glimpses between 2015, 16, saying, you know what? I would think I'm going to be able to have courses online and teach people online. Now, in the first three months, in, uh, I think the first three months of this year probably eclipses the six months of, the of last year. And that was even during the craziest time of September when everything turned up. Like, you know... I just realized that that meaning means everything to me. And I'm going to give you this last one. What type of pursuits make you feel, I like have that greater sense of meaning, that desire for growth? Like me, I still got to do that transformation program, right? Because I want to become a transformation coach and I still want to do the high performance coaching too. I want to continue growing as an individual and expanding. We all want to grow. We all want more of a sense of being in our life. That again, aliveness. Maybe we want to we want to grow in our capabilities. Maybe the depth of our relationships, that deeper connection. We want to know that we're just progressing, right? The attaining, the growing, and another level of personal development, personal freedom, love, abundance, whatever it is for you. What do you want to grow into? Another level of 
With that being said, stay tuned for more Over and Out.